I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Greetings, Grapple fans, and welcome to episode 121 of the Pro Wrestling Index right here on the AI Podcast channel. Now, this week, we're going to have a bit of fun. We are going to play some fantasy mania. Yeah, we've uh, we've got some very um, specific rules, which I will read out <laughs> in a short bit, but um, we're, we're going to put together our own cards. And for this, uh, as always... I'm joined by my audio tag team partner, Mr. Guy Drinkle, the man of a million podcasts. How are we doing, Guy? I'm good, Andy. I'm good. Uh, put this together with lots of preparation, didn't we, Andy? It's not like we did it in all of 30 seconds. <laughs> no, no, lots of preparation, finalised well in advance and strictly adhered to that finalised script. In no way do we, ch- uh, do we change it and scribble it and uh, rip it up and start again five minutes beforehand. Absolutely not. This is not the WWE. <laughs> but it's not just Guy and myself. We are joined by um what would you say the uh, the the Kevin Owens to uh, to the <laughs> to the Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston it, would oh, would that God. be a good one Alex that's just insulting i was not <laughs> slotted in here at last minute by by a power struggle from Vince McMahon trying to come up with a way to prolong Kofi Kingston and prolong guys face turn at WrestleMania that's not Definitely not what happened here. Just like the script definitely didn't get turned upside down about five minutes before we all convened to podcast today. No, I'm doing very well. Thank you. Thank you, yeah. Andy and Guy. I'm, like, I'm, I'm pleased to be the third man in the the podcasting version of The Shield. Uh, as soon as we get matching bulletproof vests, I think we'll all look the part. Yeah. So, does, uh, does that mean you're leaving? Because don't forget, Dan, yeah. uh, Dean Ambrose is leaving. Well, is he? Well, is no, he? no, Dean Ambrose is leaving. Uh, Michael Cole made a point of telling us. He did, on yes, yes. Only, fact, only about Cole seven or eight and times. On and on Raw, or so yeah. further. At the eight last or time ever. Time. The last time ever. Did you know it was the last time ever? Did you know it's boss time, Andy? Did you? Because <laughs> I certainly <laughs> did. Yeah, so uh, it's, but no, it's it's um, it's also been I think. Well, I'm not sure if it's because WrestleMania builds are so difficult to really remember because you only really remember the, the builds to the matches that are the most interesting if you go what i mean you remember cm punk versus take guys build up you remember 
Taker versus Brock's build up. You remember uh, the build up to Seth being, having money in the bank. But for me, this WrestleMania coming up with, I, I can't really think of a better build in terms of they're actually putting their thoughts into creative and, and storylines. Certainly, it's the best looking card since I reckon about maybe WrestleMania. 30 even that card was a bit weak maybe i think going back to 28 27 with triple h versus taker and, and michael's taker they they were probably the best cards since oh the best card this is the best card since then um yeah. this WrestleMania was actually eight hours <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. that's the only issue was the, the sheer amount of matches that's gonna happen yeah well they these all of those cards are gonna pale into insignificance <laughs> uh, compared to what we uh, have come up with, um, I trust, uh, <laughs> right here. And, and we can argue the toss and all the rest of it. But before we proceed, anyway, uh, here are the rules as uh, strictly put to us by Guy. There are 10 matches minimum. I've actually just gone for straight 10 matches. But anyway, uh, no mixed tag matches. I okay. like that rule. Yes. Uh, Seth has to be in the title match due to the Rumble win. Uh, the same being with Becky Lynch. Um, you can use three part-timers, and for this, Brock is not considered <laughs> a part-timer. He is uh, considered full-time for this. Uh, he just turns up as and when he feels like it. A bit, uh, a bit like really, Nigel Farage at the European... <laughs> yeah, yeah, is it? yeah, a bit like Farage at the European uh, Council, but... Um, and you can Nigel, Nigel Farage <laughs> is the Brock Lesnar of politics. <laughs> There's one you haven't heard before. And you can call up to two new NXT people, which does not include um, DIY, Alistair Black, Ricochet. Um, all titles need to be involved. So there's a minimum of 17 matches. And injured people still remain injured so you cannot include the likes of um ember moon tomasa champa and unfortunately um authors of pain in all of this uh we also have to pick a winner for the andre the giant battle royal over the top battle royal andre the giant trophy andre the giant battle royal <laughs> so <laughs> let's start with that aforementioned um very briefly titled battle royal um, Guy, I'm going to come to you first. Who have you got for your battle royal and uh, on, with Andre the Giant and over the top rap battle royal? Part seven. Over the top, yeah, whatever yeah. they call it. <laughs> well, I, I, I kind of flip flopped on this one because it, it kind of depends on what I was doing with the US title. But um, my alternative winner was Kurt Hawkins, just for funny and banter. But I've gone for Mustafa Ali. Because I think we they need to hit the reset button with him a smidge after WrestleMania. Because he's kind of realistically fell in with this whole Kofi thing. And I think it's kind of affected him. So I think winning this almost meaningful, meaningless thing would possibly hit the reset button. And then you can kind of restart him after WrestleMania. So I think that would be a good way to start that, I suppose. Yeah, just briefly, guy. Are you trying to say that they've not learned their lessons from uh, chucking Roman Reigns in at number thirty and not using Daniel Bryan <laughs> and uh, sorry, uh, Rey Mysterio and the reaction that that got? Uh, are you s saying that that um, 
Mustafa Ali suffered <laughs> because he was chucked randomly into a triple threat match at Fastlane instead of Kofi. Oh, I'd never, I'd never suggest such things. The WWE don't learn from their mistakes. Never, they'd never do something so silly ever again. <laughs> name, name me one instance, just one. I bet you can't of WWE not learning from their mistakes. Charlotte. I guarantee you can't. Okay, that's one. That, <laughs> uh, maybe it's second, all right? A second instance of not learning from their mistakes. Raw okay, TV? Is, it never... Okay, a third. Maybe three. Two or five live. All right, let's... Uh, five, all right? You can't come NXT up... NXT call-ups? There is plenty of those. All right, what I'm saying is it's an irregularity, so let's not harp on about this. Let's not harp on about something that the WWE clearly cool. have learned learning from their mistakes. Who's, who, have you, who have you picked as your winner then, Alex? I picked Elias. I think it'd be fun. Oh. I like his... Um, oh, you've I like his, that guy. I'm sorry, but but at least, at the very least, it'll be a nice way to get him kind of in his where his position is now because he can now say, every time he comes out, I am the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and or winner, whatever. And in the same way that Baron Corbin used to pose next to the trophy... That didn't mean anything. Uh, I think Elias can come out and just in like put it into every single one of his songs and make it really annoying to be like, just shut up about it already. No one cares, which is perfect for his character. And I'd like to see him like hit someone with a guitar and send them over the top rope. I think that'd be nice for his character right now because right now he's kind of acting as the chorus for sh- uh, the. Is it- odd reference but kind of the shakespearean chorus they come out they say something about the goings on of wwe uh and he's got the and they're usually very entertaining and mm. uh he's got the added bonus of actually being very like an actual triggering the crowd whereas obviously in the shakespearean play they kind of just prompt them by saying look this is what's coming up but it was it was very yeah, the way he's been used the last few roars have actually been quite entertaining without necessarily having anything for him and i think if you give him the andre the giant more battle royal he will use it better than anyone else can so perhaps it's maybe bolstering the actual match itself rather than having elias degraded to the match's level if you get what i mean yeah that, that all makes sense i like that um Change i've by. gone for hornswoggle myself <laughs> 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 how how do you factor that happening? Who does he lift up over the top? Just for banter, that little they all, <clears throat> they all got to, they all got to to uh, pick him up and fall over the top rope by accident. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, there's there's been weirder things. <laughs> um, if not if not Hornswoggle, I'll go for Leo Rush, just for the ridiculousness of it and yeah. the annoyance. And Another one that would be really, really funny just saying anytime he comes out, it's like you're looking at the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle, mm. Battle Royal winner. Anyway, yeah. we've already given given the match itself far too much. Yeah, time, we so. have like, yeah, and the trophy's <laughs> bigger than him, so that yeah, anyway, <laughs> right. So where do where should we start? How about then we start with the universal title? Because if we kind of agreed that uh, Seth has got to be in that match, and obviously Brock is the title holder, are we pretty much in unanimous uh, thing here where we just leave that as it is and it's a 1v1 match mm-hmm. yes. yeah for me it's yeah, that, yeah cool right that one's struck off the list so then are, are we all are we all agreeing in saying that brock needs to drop the title obviously yeah, I think I think if you've not watched raw i think they've set up post mania quite well as well uh yeah which uh, we could all we could have a very interesting post fantasy mania kind of 
Raw title scene from our cards that may actually well transpire to be mm. somewhat accurate with with what actually might happen. Mm. So here's here's a good one to jump across to then. What about the WWE title held obviously at the moment by Daniel Bryan? Where do you go for an opponent on this one, Alex? Well, I was thinking about if it was if because it's my card, do I want to see Kofi Kingston win? Only because of how popular it would be in the pop. Do I really want to see the Kofi Kingston story play out? Not really. It's not really my thing. If Sami Zayn was here, I would immediately say, all right, leave Kofi in it and have Sami and Kevin be in it as well. Make it a fatal four-way. Have Daniel Bryan be just completely like, this is unfair. This is unfair. This is a campaign against me. What are you doing? Uh, As it stands, though, I think Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens needs... It's time to shine because Mustafa, like Guy said, was kind of shoehorned into that match to, pretty much to his detriment, and it was basically to save Kevin the pin because he didn't want to. They didn't want to bring him back straight away and have Daniel Bryan pin him. Uh, I would have, I would say that's not as big a problem at WrestleMania. I would say Kevin Owens deserves a WWE title match at WrestleMania. I think you could book him a lot better as a face than kind of in his because everyone loves Kevin Owens but everyone needs to remember that in his last few months before his injury he was kind of just trailing away he was kind Probably of losing Lashley. a lot yeah he was feuding with Lashley a ton and Sami Zayn went down and he just kind of went oh I've lost my best friend and that was really nice and all of a sudden everyone's going well yeah you've got the setup for the perfect baby face here so I think um, KO versus Brian would also be a really good work rate match but for me it would also be the story I want to see above someone like Kofi. And I'd, I'd give Kofi all the respect in the world, but the New Day aren't really my thing. And I know it's probably going to turn out that way at Mania, um, but there is obviously a big question to the Mania card that's looking right now, which we could probably answer a bit later when we talk about the other matches, but there is going to have to be a heel that comes out on top. And for me, Daniel Bryan is the perfect one to come out of WrestleMania as champion. Yeah, I, I, I've got to be in agreement with you in, on a couple of things that is like, I lost interest in the new day quite some time ago. I think they they really need to have a bit of a change. I, I am I've enjoyed the coffee thing and and too right he deserves respect because he's been a fantastic worker, but I I don't see a real longevity to it because I'm afraid I just don't see him as a main eventer and and it would be a short lived thing and I, it's not I'm not really bought into it. So I've got KO down as well and and I just. The way that they've they've <laughs> they've used KO has been horrific, but um, I w- with the right build, I think it would have been great. What about you then, guy? If me and Alex have both got KO as Daniel Bryan's opponent for WrestleMania, uh, who did you have listed? Full House got KO as well. Oh, Sing- singles match, none of this triple, oh. none of this triple threat BS. Um, do you know? Yeah. Do you know who I? Do you know who I toyed with the idea of of doing to be different? Mm. Can Ron I guess? Strowman. All right, there you go. That, that big vibe. That, that was big guy. I would guy. never have got that, to be honest. No. <laughs> I would just, know. Just we would have been about 50 minutes in just going, all right, who else is on SmackDown? Who else is on SmackDown? Yeah, that's a good idea. There's also the Rowan connection there, too, because Braun yeah, yeah. and Rowan are both in the Wyatt family. I yeah. thought about it, but then scrubbed out and thought, nah, KO. KO. So we've got the both both of the, the main men's titles sorted. That's all uh, ticked off the list. What about um, Ronda Rousey 
Um, obviously, Becky Lynch and Charlotte, as it stands, is a triple threat match. Is that what you would stick with, Guy? Um, no, I've made it a singles match between Becky and Ronda, and I'm sure you can guess where Charlotte's gone after that. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the fact I would have liked to keep it a triple threat match, even though I, I kind of want to see the, the singles match, but the fact that the women's division is so barren, um, especially with Ember Moon being injured, I, I think you need to use Charlotte the Asuka. I'm kind of making, adding these two matches together because they kind of affect each other, but I've gone Asuka v Charlotte and Ronda v Becky. Yeah, I'd, I've actually I've done the exact same thing. I, I can see all the merits uh, in Charlotte being in there and it being a triple threat, and I totally understand all all you know the the workings behind it. But yeah, I've got the same as you guy. Uh, what about you then, Alex? Um, well, have we got another full house? No, I have kept it as a triple threat. Um, interestingly, the SmackDown Live Women's title that I planned was Asuka versus Ember Moon until 45 seconds ago when Guy said that Ember Moon was injured and I just literally crapped myself and went, oh no, that's right. Um, Let's rewrite Raw. Only we're going to have to rewrite. This is rewriting it's only three Raw. hours of television. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. well, this is rewriting WrestleMania after the first match. Um, but no, I kept it as triple threat because, look, I understand why a lot of people like I, I agree with your your two reasons Asuka doesn't have a challenger but i've also got a backup that i'll work in there um i understand why people have kind of soured on the storyline but the fact of the matter is they started it too soon and they were forced to do that with becky winning the rumble because there's not much else you could do and turning ron to heel is good the breaking kayfabe thing is not good but we can tolerate it the story is becky winning the title and i think the story is best when Becky wins the title not just from Ronda but from Charlotte as the corporate Jezebel the corporate chosen one and Ronda's just there as the kind of wild card and I think Becky's triumph will be greater in retrospect once it happens against the rival that got her to this point and the kind of badass woman that came into WWE and changed everything and set up the kind of the platform for Becky to prosper Um, and I'd just I really really want to see Becky kind of conquer those odds and maybe I'm maybe that's that's the point maybe that's the point of this entire storyline is just to see for everyone to be like okay we're gonna mark the hell out when Becky wins that title and it's gonna be more satisfying in a triple threat so that's why so I've prioritized the Raw Women's title above the Smackdown Women's title also because I don't really like Asuka that much and I don't see what the fuss is about and in-ring work is great and everything, but Asuka's style only really works with certain people, and I think that would be a waste of Charlotte because I don't really want to see Asuka Charlotte again. Last year's was good, don't get me wrong, but I think Charlotte would be best served being basically the rock, the corporate Jezebel who comes in and just stirs shit and just makes everyone really, really pissed off. So um, that's why I've kept it a triple threat for the Raw Women's. Okay, that's fair enough. I, I mean, I I will admit I did toy with the idea of keeping it as a triple threat myself, uh, and then using an NXT call up to be um, Asuka's opponent. But um, I don't know. I, and I've got, I mean, a bit of a spoiler alert. We're not even previewing WrestleMania yet, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if we actually see Charlotte go over rather than Becky, and then we get um, three months of Becky chasing Charlotte to actually finally get the title. I, I wouldn't be surprised. That also wouldn't surprise me because of what I said earlier. You can't have three faces <laughs> win. It's going to deflate everything. So, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. 
So, so just as long as the title gets off Brock in that situation. You know that's the, you know that's the one that they're keeping. <laughs> yeah, that's genuinely wouldn't surprise like Andy yeah. just said it would surprise me if Charlotte won. I would not be surprised if Brock won if they went. Well, Becky has to win, and everyone seems to like Kofi. All right, give him more money. That's it. You keep the belt on him. That's it. Brock staying. So, who have you got then for the the SmackDown one? Uh, right now, vacant. But uh, he's, he seems to be in, he seems to be in a lot of WWE storylines. No, I think I would actually because the more I've been thinking about this the last few days, Oscar versus Mandy actually kind of works because oh they've built God. Mandy up. They have built Mandy up for so long. It wouldn't be a great technical match, but it may, it works as a storyline because Mandy's been like, well, I've beaten Naomi. I'm the goddess and everything, whatever. And Mandy Rose has been excellent character-wise. It's just she can't really go in the ring. So I would have Asuka basically go to Mandy and be like, right, I'm going to squash you. I'm badass. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And did, just have Mandy be lucky every... Did you see the rumor they're going to make Sorry to interrupt there. That they're going to have Mandy... With Sonya. No, yeah. no, no, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Mandy, yeah, Sonya, and Asuka. That would be interesting. Sonya would make that match better work rate-wise. I just don't really like her character. Although, then again, maybe you need her. Because you otherwise... Really have a character. That's the problem. Oh, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. She's not bland. So, yeah, maybe... My problem is I've got too many multi-men slash women matches on this card, yeah. but I guess it kind of makes sense. Mm. Oh, no, you know what? Yeah, it probably would be better to have Sonya in there because I think the match itself would be better. But again, that also just is just me not really rating Asuka that highly. It would probably yeah. be on see, the pre-show. See, I, now, I, what I, like I said, I, I did consider the possibility of keeping the triple threat together and then having an NXT call-up as Asuka's opponent being either like Io Shirai or Kyrie Sane um, or or Shayna Baszler, which mm-hmm. one I think would have been a kick, you know, it, just that that style would have would have gone nicely. But then I thought, no, we'll, we'll go with the original 1v1, Charlotte in there, Asuka gets a win back, Charlotte can still then pursue Becky after WrestleMania, and then the night after WrestleMania or whatever, two nights later on, on SmackDown, that's when you get uh, Shayna Baszler make a step up and there's Asuka's new opponent. So that was my thinking. Mm, I've got thinking along those similar lines, but that will come up in another match. I have yeah. call-ups too later on. <laughs> All right. Yes. Yeah, I've, I've been creative with my two call-ups. So... One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, let's let's get to, to one of them then. The Women's Tag Team Championships. So we've got the Boss Hog Connection. Um, who have you got as opponents? And um, Guy, we'll let you go first on this one. Um, the only team that could make this match actually interesting, the, the Sky Pirates from NXT, so that's both my call-ups right there. Um, because, well, we've seen, if you've watched Raw, you know that it's going to be horrendous mess at WrestleMania, and these titles are going to be buried very soon, because we're getting Natalia and Beth Phoenix and the big lasses, the uh, oh. thingy. That or oh, I think oh, that's God. not confirmed. But um, yeah, if you if you really want these to have a WrestleMania moment, there's only one team in the whole WWE umbrella, and that's the Sky Pirates. They could actually put on a good match. Um, but unfortunately, I think they're both in the NXT Women's Title match the night before. That's but, that's what I was literally yeah. about to say. Was I I originally had them in my match factored I, in, and then realised ah they're going to be in the Triple Threat that's, I or maybe I Fatal Four Way with Ah, who cares? Double yeah. duty. We we can be creative. <laughs> we can do call ups if we want to. So I I've got the same as Guy. I I've gone for them as a call up because oh, they were two cheating. Yeah, well, that's oh, there creative, you go. You know? I'm cheeky. doing a bit of Theresa May here. I'm being creative with the rules. <laughs> um, so they're my one call up. What? Come on then, uh, Alex. If me and Guy have both gone for Sky Pirates just to make this a cracking match for us all to watch. What What, what about yourself? Well, I've gone very much towards keeping into kind of the idea of the women's tag titles. So I've gone with when when Sasha and Bailey first won it, they basically went to Raw and said we'll defend them wherever. Went to SmackDown and said we'll defend them wherever, and then went to NXT and showed up and and said, look, we're going to defend these wherever we go. So with that being said, I've got a four team ladder match, um, including Sasha and Bailey. Uh, the champions uh, against SmackDown's representative, the Iconics, yes. uh, versus uh, the Riot Squad from Raw. Get the hell away from uh, the Samoan. What are they? The Samoan something? Samoan no, Slaughterhouse? The big on, on, this, on this one, they're the called big the Big Lasses. lasses. <laughs> yeah, the Big Lasses, the awful ones. Uh, and from NXT, I'm going to call up two of the four horsewomen. Um, Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir. And the reason I'm doing that is because it's a ladder match, so they don't have to do much wrestling because they're still a bit green. You can protect them, get the Iconics and the Riot Squad and Sasha and Bailey doing mad spots and have um, Shafir, who's like six foot, she's nearly six foot, she's huge, have her just like throw people around. Um, actually, no, it's Duke, isn't it? Jessamine Duke. Marina Shafir's yeah. Rod's mm-hmm. wife. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Jessamine Duke's the tall one. She's like six foot. Um, and that way you can kind of introduce them, get the big pop, but also have them kind of be protected. I would still have probably Sasha and Bailey retain, although if it was me, I'd also have the Iconics just grab the title and just be the best thing ever. Um, but yeah, that would be my NXT call-up, would be two of the four horsewomen with plans to then introduce Shayna the night after. I would say, yeah, have them both on SmackDown, have Shayna come out the night after, or two nights after WrestleMania and put Asuka in the Carafuda clutch and just to have that chaos ensue. So that ladder match for me would be how I'd uh, sort the women's tag titles. Mm, interesting show. I, I quite like that. Um, so we've got um, the main titles all ticked off. What, what about the next layer of titles then? Because this is where we can get really... Um, actually, no, sorry, before we go to them, 
let, let's have a look at the other the men's tag team titles then. Um, we'll start with the. We'll give you a chance here, Alex, to uh, finalise you. you. <laughs> for, for, uh, off air, we were just talking, uh, listeners, that I we we had this card pretty well, actually well planned out. Jokes aside, except for one slot, which we all agreed was just awful, which was uh, the Raw Tag Team Titles, because there is no one to face the Revival, and the only good match they could have had, unfortunately, is with the Authors of Pain, who are very much injured. Um, so we were, I, I particularly was scratching my head for a good while and did not have a match yeah. up until basically the show I, I mean, I would have gone with DIY for that, and I think that's what we would have been looking at, but, but for injury. But yeah. So let's start with the SmackDown tag team titles then, Alex. Who, who have you got as opponents for the Usos? Uh, I see it's going to be tricky because it's going to be another ladder match that I've got lined up, but... Uh, in the same vein as I'm defending the women's tag team finals in the ladder match, I went, all right, we'll pick one of the men's tag team belts and defend them in a ladder match. So I've gone with the SmackDown, Smackdown Live ones, and it's another four-way uh, ladder match with the Usos as a champion versus Sanity. Find them in whatever hole Vince McMahon buried them in. Uh, versus Nakamura and Rusev, because they need to be on this card, even if the tag team has been thrown together. Versus the bar. And just make sure Sheamus doesn't do anything stupid because his neck's on thin ice as it is. So, if, if I can see how two ladder matches, tag team ladder matches, might get a bit messy, but I hope the distinction between the women and the men are enough, and different spots can happen, and and the Usos probably will win because that'd be cool. The other thing I was tempted to do was put the Hardy Boys in um, instead of maybe Sanity, but I think they're. I'm not sure whether Matt's fully fit to do a ladder match. I think he's just come back and they're trying to ease it because he still hasn't been in proper matches yet. So I, I'll, I, if they could, then I'd, I'd definitely slot them in, but I wasn't sure how, on their fitness. Um, and it would be nice if they could kind of end their careers with a big ladder match in the same way they made, made famous in the same way they came back to WWE. So that, that would be my ST live tag title match. Mm. Uh, and Jeff could actually end his own career the way that he's yeah. that'd, that'd be a perfect yeah. set of Jeff killing himself through yeah, two yeah. <clears throat> so the Hardy chaps um, <clears throat> what about you then Guy who have you got down for as a, as opponents for the Usos well I've got creative with this one um, because the tag team <laughs> division is a bit barren I mean we've just had Miz and Shane McMahon as a, ta- as a team the and, best and, tag team no, purely, yeah, no, purely as a, as a I feel like purely team. as a storyline. I feel bad that I mentioned them on this podcast. Um, as you should. Yes, yes. So I've got creative, and I've done the revival via the Usos to kind of. It seems it's a bit Survivor Unified. Series, but he, with all the injuries, I think unifying it makes sense. But I think you could kind of do it as best of the rest because there's not there's no other challenges on either show that you could think because the bar gets buried every week. There's literally no one on Raw, mm. um, and I mean, other than the Hardy Boys, who have obviously came back for a bit of a renaissance, um, yeah, I, I don't see who you could put the Usos in with either. So, yeah, I'd, uh, I'd just put together the revival of the Usos and just say go steal the show. Yeah, I mean, we we spoke about that a while back, didn't we? We mm. said it w- it would be a lot of fun to watch, and you know, the possible there is that possibility of you know doing having one men's tag team champion is just like you've got one women's um who uh, who knows i doubt that'll be the, be oh, the case no. like yeah. um i've i've gone for another nxt call up in this 
I've gone for the Undisputed Era as opponents Ooh. for the Usos to give us something really fresh and exciting. Even though I'm, you know, a long-time admirer of the bar and really enjoyed their work and everything, um, something different, something exciting to really get the crowd going. So I'm, I'm sticking Undisputed Era in there. God, they're going to be so good when they get called up, aren't they? They've just got star quality written all over them. And Adam Cole being in the two out of three falls match, or uh, that is a spoiler, sorry. It, make sure that uh, anyone who's listening to this, uh, just just we'll put a little spoiler proviso in the description. So, uh, But, mm-hmm. yeah, that is, a, that is a spoiler for ta- uh, TakeOver New York. That's going to be Cole versus Johnny Gargano. Um, and that match is going to be unbelievable, but he's like Cole. You just get the sense that Cole could be a world champion right now. He has got that presence. He has got that part of him and the undisputed era, whether it's any combination of the three will be tag team champions by the end of 2019, I think, which is why I was thinking about them for my match against the revival, but I ended up not using them as a call up because I used to, I didn't get quite as creative as Andy did. I used both women of the four horsewomen as my um, call up from NXT. Oh, excuse me. Uh, and for Raw tag team titles, I ended up having. Well, okay, so so bear with me here because the revival. The, yes, I'm getting creative. So the revival uh, are champions, and I want them to dispatch of Gable and Rude in the build up. Dispatch of whoever else there is. Maybe Alistair Black and Ricochet, although I'd I'd have them go their separate ways. We can discuss that later. Uh, and I would have the Revival say, look, there's no one here. There's no men that can touch us. And then I would have Bray Wyatt come back, who is fit and he's doing live events and he's completely fit. They just don't have anything for him. I would have Bray Wyatt come back and say, well, I was champion and you couldn't beat me, referencing the tie that... I mean, we're relying on WWE to reference recent history, which at the best of times seems to be quite flaky. But let's say for, for common sense sake, they, they say, Bray Wyatt, you were tag champion with Matt Hardy. You go out there. And Bray Wyatt says, uh, yes, I do have a tag partner. And it's not Matt Hardy because he's he's fractured. He's not quite broke. He's not quite broken, but he's still a bit broken. We don't know what's going on with him. So I've uh, gone back to one of my old trusty disciples and I'd have Luke Harper appear and have the Revival versus White and Harper, two-thirds of the White family. Uh, and you could do a few things with that, but I think it's just the best way to have the Revival win because if you call up the Undisputed Era, it, if, they, if they're against the Usos, they can win. If they're against the Revival, they I, the Revival need to hold those belts till maybe 2021. They just need to be completely the best champions ever. And I don't think having Undisputed Era lose in their first match as a call-up would be a good idea. So that's why I hesitated with the UAE. So yeah, Wyatt and Harper together again would be a nice little pop way to pop the crowd. The, the match would be good and the revival would win, which is the most important thing. You lost me at Bray Wyatt. I like, I like <laughs> it. Shut up, Andy. I like it. <laughs> Thank you. Right. So Thank come you on then, guy. What are you doing with the Raw Tag Team titles? Are you are you just going to stick with that one, the, um, the Revival versus yeah. Usos? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, right. it, it, if you can even call it a, ta- a title match, but it'll be yeah, better, it'll yeah. be better than what they put on anyway. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I would have gone for DIY, and like, I think that yeah, was originally yeah, yeah. the plan, just because it well, would have been an absolute killer there, match. There is an issue with that though, which was the plan was for Takeover to be Johnny versus 
Tommaso for the NXT title. They were always going to turn Johnny. So mm. I, I genuinely wonder whether Vince would have been like, it's all right. They won't be watching both shows anyway. No, <laughs> yeah. I, I think Triple H. I think Triple H would have overturned, overturned Vince and been like, "No, we can't do it because this is my NXT storyline." Mm. Which means, what would they have done? Because uh, well, <laughs> generally, we can't figure anything now, and it's probably going to be Black and Ricochet. But you get the sense that, like, yeah. well, uh, it's going to be ready? Triple Threat, isn't it? I mean, yeah. With, look, I was going to have Alistair Black and Ricochet separately in other matches. But I thought, no, what the hell? Because I was looking at all these other opponents for the revival, and we've seen so so many of these matches. And I thought, you know what? What the hell? Let's just have a cracking match. Let's have a lot of fun. So yeah, I'm I'm, I put them in there. Uh, Kicks and flips is that what we called them, guy? Yeah, yeah, that's a good name. Kicks and flips versus the revival. There we are. Just just again because it's I just I. When there's a pay-per-view, this is why I tune in because I want to see just mostly in-ring content and I want it to be good. That's why we love takeovers so we don't get a glorified Raw edition of Raw or SmackDown. So I want it to be good. So I thought that would be great. So yeah, that's my definitely. Thinking. It'll definitely be one hell of a match. Anyway, <clears throat> so so many different possibilities in terms of tag titles. So let's move on to the other individual belts. Uh, we'll start with the Intercontinental title, and it's a bit of a disadvantage to start with this because Lashley is the champion, which means you've got <laughs> to include him in a match yeah, somehow. That is that is a problem, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, my initial sort of plans for the card would have been Baron Corbin versus Bobby Lashley on a pre, pre-show match where the the loser must retire from wrestling forever, and it's a 60-second match. Uh, and if it's and if there's no result within 60 seconds, then they both must retire, and the 60 seconds includes their ring entrances. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> the fastest match, entrance match in of the, the world. Night. I like it. match of the night. Yeah, <laughs> definitely match of the night. Five stars in the Observer. So then, so what we... have you actually got with Andy? <laughs> so come on, the Intercontinental Title. So I'll give you my one first, then shall I? So uh, we have to have Lashley there, so he's there by default. Um, with Finn Balor, Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman, Shinsuke Nakamura, Rusev, and The Miz in a ladder oh, match for the Intercontinental title. How's about that? That would be insane. That's a lot of people. How many is that? There's they seven men. Seven men. Seven, they did seven that. a few years ago, though. The yeah. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens ladder match. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the one wider one that had seven people in it. So there is precedent. And yeah, there's a history of intercontinental title ladder matches. So yeah, I, I could definitely get it behind that. What, what about you two then? You go first, guy. Oh, go on then. I may have got a bit too spicy with this one. Um, so Lashley's obviously in it. And I've not used them in the tag team matches for this. I've split Ricochet and Black. Oh, Black is now a heel because I think that would be oh. sexy. Um, and yeah, triple threat match between them, them three. That would be very interesting. Yeah, I, I initially did have Alistair Black in this. Initially, then you didn't mm, want well, him to get I've... killed by the charisma vacuum. <laughs> yeah, by Lashley and, and I don't know why they gave him the belt again. I'm willing to see where it goes, but I don't know why they gave him. But oh, I'm, it's I'm just, it's just to give Balor that moment at WrestleMania, isn't Probably it? You, you would hope. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, come on then. Alex, I'm, I'm what have you, you got 
I'm with you, Guy. I've split up Alistair Black and Ricochet. Um, but I have gone with Lashley versus Finn Balor as the Demon versus Ooh. Alistair Black because I want to see a moment where the Demon Balor, after making his entrance, comes in and does all of his freaky stuff and does his shotgun dropkick where he genuinely looks like he's a bat out of hell and just it's just coming at Alistair Black and Alistair Black just sits down. And I want to see the dark versus the dark. Although Black's kind of darkish, but in the middle uh, versus the demon that that would be awesome. And then Lashley can get like KO'd in the first 30 seconds, have 25 minutes of demon versus Alistair Black. Lashley comes back in, tries to steal a roll up and then have him just lose the belt. Um, because he, he is a bit of a charisma vacuum and he's terrible and his character is awful. And I'm not sure anyone really knows what his character is. I mean, his character was butt poses for a while and then it was I'm angry at Leo and now it's almighty champion again, even though he he probably will lose the belt again. I don't know so any, if anyone can Leo's answer the question. Leo's mate. I'd prefer to see Leo as Intercontinental Champion. I genuinely would. Because at least Leo is a phenomenal wrestler and has charisma. And is oh, he's b- ten times better on the mic as well. But yeah, Black, Demon Balor, Lashley. In fact, I might have that go out first just to have everyone go, holy crap, this is going to be one hell of a mm. hell of a night. Uh, and I'd probably have Balor, Balor win because I don't think we should have the Demon lose anytime soon. Mm, interesting. Guy, what about yourself? Yeah, I've got, I, I, as I said, I've got Black and Ricochet v. the Lashley. Oh, yeah, uh, sorry. And, uh, yeah, I'd have one of the new ones really, just to forget my, for a moment. I had a brave that moment. <laughs> completely forgot about yeah. guys. <laughs> I got consumed with all of that. I was actually uh, See kind what of Bobby wondering. what Lashley does to people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You vacuum my brain away. <laughs> I was actually thinking as well. I was pondering: should, should I add an eighth man into my into my one? Uh, I can maybe chuck Mustafa Ali in there. Oh, you know, then we can have some amazing <laughs> flips and stuff like that. After winning the Andre the Giant yes. Memorial Battle Royal, yeah. <laughs> make it money in the bank and he can cash in on bro <laughs> for the cruiserweight title. Oh, you can be the first two-time cruiserweight or the first person to hold the original cruiserweight. We're going off on a tangent here. I'm sorry. Yeah. What about the US title then? Because that's currently held by Samoa Joe. Great yep. move. Uh, loving his reign as champion. Yeah, loving his reign as champion. As always, it just does add so much to a battle and I love his promos he's just fantastic anyway Alex um, US title what have you got for this one well I'm taking advantage of Alistair Black and Ricochet splitting up and having made appearances on both Smackdown and Raw and saying Ricochet goes to Smackdown Black goes to Raw so I'm going to have Joe versus Ricochet versus Mustafa Ali I think the Joe Ali feud was quite fun we didn't really get any resolution to that. I think Ali won a match on SmackDown. Mm. Joe threw him against the ring post a bit um, before the uh, multi-man elimination chamber, and we saw that kind of happen. And that they haven't really followed that up. So that would be fun to pull on. And, God, the match would be unbelievable. And I think Joe, again, should probably win. Um, you're changing into continental title, so there's no need to change the U.S. title. Ricochet and Mustafa Ali could pull off some really, really insane spots. And it's just a nice way to get Ricochet kind of involved in the main roster feuds without giving a strapping a rocket to him just yet. Um, yeah, and then uh, I know that there's 
been a lot of presence of Rey Mysterio and Andrade Cien Almas in this title picture. But in my WrestleMania card, they have their own match because I don't Same. think you need a title. Ooh, interesting. You don't need a title for those two. Um, Guy, who have you got for the US title? Well, Joe Name dropped him a couple of weeks ago, and it's been one of the actual rumored matches. I've gone for Joe V. Cena. And, um, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Joe's, obviously, like Joe's obviously winning that one. Just, I'd love to get Joe legitimized a bit more. And Cena seems to be willing to put people over quite a bit. And obviously, he's not he's not retiring anytime soon. He still has many moments in him. So I think Cena could survive a loss to Joe. So I'd like to see that. And uh, just to add on to your Ravi Andrade um, shout there, um, Alex, I've got them in a two out of three falls much later on. Oh, same here. Yeah. Ooh. I've got the exact same match. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Great like, minds well, luck. I, d- I, went, I decided... I've enjoyed these recent four-way matches for the US title, and I thought, right, let's go for that again. Initially, I had Ricochet in there. Mm. Then I scribbled his name out to put them into the tag titles. I then had Mustafa Ali's name in there, and then mm. I scribbled them out because <laughs> I've got Joe, I've got Ray and Andrade in there as well because their storylines have kind of intertwined and meshed in with each other. And it still leaves you that potential to then take Andrade, Sien Almas and Ray further beyond WrestleMania. Uh, but I've decided, as it, it's the US title and Kurt Angle's on about retiring, what the no hell, way. throw Kurt Angle in there as part of that four-way. Him and Joe have got history. They've worked together. A grounded match like this, so it's not a ladder match, so it's not more dangerous on you know a barely walking angle at this stage. And, you know, that whole thing of the American hero going out, retiring, winning the U.S. title. It's a nice little storyline. But Joe still comes out on top. Just to add something here, Andy, I originally had Joe V. Gargano, but I had to change it because he's in the... (laughs) Just to add that spikes in there, but no. uh, Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's... um... That that would be a very fun match and a good way to have an extra face because I think you need a two kind of a two and two set up with a fatal four way the US title. Unless I mean, are you sure you don't want a seven second dance break in there, Andy? Are you absolutely certain? No, as fun as they've been, I think that is it's good on TV, but on pay per views, mm. yeah. Are you yeah. too terrified they're gonna do Andrade and um Vega versus Carmella and R Truth? They will eventually. You know what's gonna happen, but as long as they do Ray versus Andrade, man, like you can't like you can't screw that up. It's physically impossible for someone to look at Ray and Andrade right now and say, Well, we're not gonna have them in a match at Mania. It's just easy easily gonna be it's easily, easily gonna be a top five match of the night. If you do it right, as me and Guy have suggested, you you would do it in a two out of three falls match. It could well, well be the match of the night. It's just whether you want to introduce the US title into that feud or not even yeah. introduce keep mm. keep it going so yeah so, i don't i don't think them two really need a title yeah, so, um, yeah the the for what they're doing so okay so i went with that but obviously you guys have both got ray and andrade there in a two out of three falls as a separate match so we've got all the titles ticked off here except um, any, one. Oh, it, what one Oh, the yeah, I forgot that even existed. I've, I've, yeah, I've, I'm trying to fix the cruiserweight division here, Andy. Got, Go on, then. <laughs> I've done Buddy versus Finn. Right. Whoa. Different. And I reckon that, that 
I even checked Finn's weight. He makes it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. He does yeah. too. He's like 210, isn't he? No, 190. Yeah, even less. I, yeah. I think he makes it quite comfortably. Um, he's, he's 98% muscle, that man. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, in, in my world, the cruiserweights aren't on, like, some shitty show where they're kind of quarantined off to the rest of the world. And I think similarly what they try to do with Neville and kind of have a crossover person, I think he could do that with Finn. And, well, Finn v. Buddy would literally be the match of the night. <laughs> so, yeah. That was unbelievable. I just chuck them all in for a battle royal because I don't even know who's, in, who's left in it by now. <laughs> So there's my ignorance, Alex. Please educate me. Okay, so yeah, so I'll give you my cruiserweight title match first. Um, and that, in my defense, Buddy Murphy is phenomenal. And there isn't much on 205 Live. So I decided to say, why not make Buddy Murphy versus all of 205 Live? So I've gone Buddy Murphy versus the entire roster and have Buddy Murphy just squash them all. But in a, in a more legitimate sense, I would have them have a tournament, which I think is what they're actually doing, what they're setting up on 205 Live. I can't, I haven't watched it. I'm, I'm, I'm like four or five weeks behind. I've got to catch up. Um, but have a tournament and have someone that isn't Gulak win it. Um, but I would also then have maybe, because uh, the, the latest call-ups aren't very inspiring then to 205 Live. You're kind of skewing things a bit. So, um for me, it would probably be Buddy Murphy in a triple threat against maybe Kendrick because we know he can work. Um, and because it originally would have been Hideo Itami, but Itami's already gone. So maybe you do slot Gulak in there, but just give Buddy a multi-man match. Um, Lucha House Party. Oh, no, no. In please. a baseball bat match where, where, oh, Jesus, no. where Buddy Murphy in has a baseball, baseball bat, bat and the uh, Lucha House Party are all tied to the, uh, to the corner. <laughs> <laughs> like a piñata. Yeah. Just that's probably mildly racist. I apologize to any Mexican fans listening, but no, that's it, it should happen to be honest, it should. Um and then well that was my original thinking was like okay, I have a triple threat. And then I thought well why not make it a fatal four way and have Cedric Alexander in there and then kind of went well if you've already got four, make it five and make it six. So that's where the idea for the entire of these 205 live roster came in. The point is Buddy Murphy should win whatever match it is. Yeah. That's fair. And Cedric Alexander would give him the best match. Brian Kendrick deserves to have a match. Jack Gallagher's there. You can't. You just pick one of the variety yeah. and then have Buddy win. Is basically yeah. what I'm saying. I, I'm about two years behind on two or five. So, <laughs> um, I, I mean, for me, look, Cedric Alexander has just got so much talent, but he's totally lost on that show. Just for me, get him over to NXT. Get working on him. Uh, and, yeah, and groom him up ready for the future because he 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 can be special, but he's been totally wasted. He's also uh, a natural baby face, which you don't get a lot of these days. Mm. So, what about other matches then? Um, you've you you guys have already done the um, the Andrade versus Ray two out of three falls. Um, have you got any other matches lined up? I have an extra one, two, three, four. I have four other matches. Bloody hell. Um, Go on. Two of them are actually happening. Um, so Triple H and Batista I've kept because I quite enjoyed it. Um, Drew v. Roman I'm keeping as well because I think that's good. And Drew is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> Drew Drew needs a moment. And I'd actually have Drew win that. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Uh, 
That's big, yeah. Um, actually, I kept three matches. I, I quite like the AJ v Randy with the WWE versus Indie people, but I'd have AJ win it because I imagine Randy's going to win it in real life because Vince can't have the Indies winning. Um, <laughs> and probably the most interesting one, I've split the New Day and put them in a triple threat. Ooh. Who would you have go over there, though? Because I think it's Big E's time. It has to be Big E. Yeah. Yeah. It'd have to be Big E. As much as yeah. this Kofi storyline's been good and Kofi's great, Big E needs to explode sometime soon. Yeah. yeah. I was half expecting him when he said about he's going to be a triple threat match. He was, he was going to say, and it's Big E who's in yeah. there. Just to that try and stir that. Yeah. Oh, that would have been interesting, actually. Mm. So what what about you then, uh, Alex? Who have you got uh, in these little extra matches? Similarly to Guy, I've actually kept the same three. I, I would have Roman go over because the story would be great and Drew can recover easily. Triple H Batista is genuinely compelling TV and I didn't think I'd say that. I thought it was going to be a bit like, well, we'll see. But it's genuinely a match that I'm looking forward to and Orton AJ, I'd, I'm the same with Guy. I'd, I would have AJ win. Orton AJ is the perfect kind of recipe for a WrestleMania match. You only need two extremely good performers and two segments. You said they set it up with the just a throwaway line, or three. They set it up with a throwaway line backstage where Orton said basically, "Well, just that's why it took you 15 years to get here." And everyone's like, "Ooh, that's that could be something." The surprise RKO on Elias and the phenomenal forearm was fun at um, Fastlane, and then that promo was absolutely fantastic. It was superb, and all of a sudden, it draws people into the match in the space of what a 10-minute promo. It just goes to show you how simple can work sometimes. Um, and my fourth match, because I've gone, well, Kurt Angle is going to have a retirement match. Um, he's announced that uh, for anyone who hasn't seen Raw today, uh, good. I won't ruin you. I won't, I won't ruin your day. <laughs> um, so I'm going with Kurt Angle versus Chad Gable. Uh, even if this Monday Night Raw happened, and spoiler alert, Ken Angle wrestled Chad Gable today, I would have Gable lose and then be really salty and be like, nah, 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 that's not going to stand. I'd turn Gable heel because he can be a very good heel. I'd have Gable kind of taunt Angle and say, I'm the new you, but I'm better. And then at WrestleMania, I would have uh, Chad Gable wrestle absolute rings around Kurt Angle in the same way that Roman Reigns wrestled rings around The Undertaker in that match. They had um, made Undertaker look old, made him look broken, and I would have Gable do that right until the point where Angle maybe hits an angle slam, locks in an ankle lock, have him kind of tease the win, and then Gable wins with an ankle lock um, or or something of the, the same kind. I know they've already kind of done that with Drew, but this is WWE we're talking about. They don't care about their history um, unless it's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, so I, I'd say... Kurt Angle being retired by Chad Gable would really strap strap that rocket to him. I forgot to do um, a match for him, but I quite like that show. Yeah, so so that's that'd be the four extra matches. It's a long card, but we're gonna get that long card anyway. Yet it's shorter yeah. than the real one. <laughs> yeah, it probably yeah, is gonna be gonna shorter than the real card. Yeah. What about you, Andy? We'll, what you we'll get time? a long card and a long show, yeah. Now I I've already used Angle elsewhere. Um I'm not Personally, I'm not that really interested in Triple H Batista. I've seen it years ago, a couple of 50-year-old guys fighting 
taking up half an hour of WrestleMania. I'm not really that bothered by it. Um, I've got no place on there for Shane. The only place, the only time I want to see The Undertaker now is um, in a Hall of Fame acceptance speech. So my only other WrestleMania match that I've got here outside of all them title matches is I've got AJ versus Roman Reigns. And mm-hmm. I know that you said like the, the whole, the, you know, the AJ, Randy Orton. Yeah, that, that promo was excellent. And I'm sure they'll have a good match. I just, you know, I'm not really interested in Randy Orton by this stage. So I thought, you know what, AJ, Roman Reigns, them two just having a contest and they can play off the the whole thing of when AJ arrived and all the rest of that. Um, I, I think them two could put on a hell of a show. They did. If anyone remembers those matches that Roman had with AJ, it was Roman backed up by the Usos, AJ backed up by the club. They were some of my favorite matches in recent memory. Genuinely, there was a, the match where Roman spears AJ through the announce table. can't remember the pay-per-view for the extreme life of rules, me. Extreme Rules, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, that sounds familiar. It was Extreme Rules. But those, those were some of the just classic matches of of kind of this modern era, if you want to call it. Yeah. Basically, the, the Roman era. And for and me yeah, as well... that would could, be an unreal WrestleMania match. Yeah, I was just thinking as well, is, is for me, you could even chuck in there, um, you know, the winner gets a title shot of their choosing. Yeah, that would make sense. AJ gets a WWE title shot against Brian. Yeah. He well, they could be Roman of their choosing. Against Seth. So you oh, could, yeah, yeah, uh, okay, of their choosing. So they, yeah. could, they could pick champions, they could pick shows, they could go wherever they wanted. And then throughout that whole thing of, you know, if Roman win, would he go against Seth Rollins if he was champion? Or would he go to SmackDown? And, and then the whole AJ thing, the same, you know, back and forth. Just... Just a little bit be, of extra interest in there, bit would of spice. Be very intriguing. So who's out? Who are NXT call ups for the night after WrestleMania? The two nights after WrestleMania, then out of interest. Undisputed era. Yep. Um, and Shayna Baszler, I think that'd do it for me. Considering yeah, I think, I think we're all kind of agreed on that. <laughs> we'll just bring people. Yeah, up I mean, yeah. I I already had undisputed era, as in the tag team in in the matches. But that would be minus Adam Cole. So it would just be Adam Cole joining them. Ah, uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And then Shayna Baszler. Yeah, I'd have her turn up and do a number on uh, Asuka. Set up a nice little title picture for the next few months That'd for that. Awesome. So, yeah. And having all four horsewomen on main WWE TV, even if they're on separate shows, would be fantastic. I think if Becky was champion, you could really set that up with. Sasha and Bailey teasing the four every now and then, and Charlotte being pulled in and then not wanting to. Yeah, there's definitely a story there to be mm. dug out. It's whether WWE do it, I guess. Yeah, that's it. Somewhere down the line. So um, I've only got the ten matches. I took it quite literal, guys. Thing minimum of ten. I just went with ten. So you guys have got what about fourteen, fifteen matches? Fifteen. Yeah, I've got fourteen. Yeah. So. Oh no, maybe we both have fifteen. Yeah, it must be 15, because you've got the Arteta title match. Yeah, I have Kofi, as, I have the New Day, and then you have the Kurt Angle match as well. Yeah. yeah. So, well, I'll tell you what, let's do a quick rundown of our individual cards then. So, and and before we close. So, I'll go I'll go first. So, I've got Seth V. Brock for the Universal title. I've got Ronda V. Becky for the Raw Women's Championship. I've got the Bosso Connection versus the Sky Pirates for the Women's Tag Team titles. I've got Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens for the WWE Championship. I've got Asuka and Charlotte for the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. 
I've got the Revival taking on Black, uh, Alistair Black and uh, Ricochet for the Raw Tag Team titles. Then Usos versus Undisputed Era for the SmackDown Tag Titles. So then I've got my ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship of Lashley versus Balor versus McIntyre versus Strowman versus Nakamura versus uh, Rusev versus Miz. And what the hell, chuck him in there as well. And Mustafa Ali. And then I've got four-way for the US title of um, Joe defending against Ray and Andrade and Kurt Angle. And then my final match was AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns. So, uh, Guy, what was your card? Yep, uh, Brock v. Seth uh, for the uh, Universal title, Brian v. Kevin Owens, Ronda v. Becky, Asuka v. Charlotte, Lashley v. Black v. Ricochet, Joe v. Cena, Buddy v. Finn, Sasha Bailey v. The Sky Pirates, Revival Revival v. The Usos, Ray v. Andrade, two out of three falls, Triple H v. Batista in No Holds Barred, but keep it the same, Drew v. Roman, AJ vs. Randy, Kofi vs. Big E vs. Woods, and Ali wins the Battle Royal, but I want to change it to Elias, but I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And my WrestleMania 35 card, the main event will be Becky Lynch vs. Ronda Rousey vs. Charlotte Flair for the Raw Women's title, Uh, Seth Rollins vs. Brock Lesnar for the Universal title, Daniel Bryan vs. Kevin Owens for the WWE title, the SmackDown Live Women's title will be Asuka versus Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville. The United States title, Samoa Joe versus Ricochet versus Mustafa Ali. The Intercontinental title, another multi-man match, Bobby Lashley, or just Lashley, versus Alistair Black versus Finn Balor as the Demon. The Women's Tag Team Championships, Sasha and Bailey versus the Iconics versus the two of the four horsewomen from NXT versus the Riot Squad in a ladder match. The Raw Tag Team titles, The Revival versus Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper. The SmackDown Live Tag Team titles, The Usos versus Sanity versus Nakamura and Rusev versus The Bar in another ladder match. The Cruiserweight title, Buddy Murphy versus the entire Cruiserweight division slash whoever wins the tournament. Rey Mysterio versus Andrade Cien Almas, or just Almas, unfortunately, in a two out of three falls match. Randy Orton versus AJ Styles. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Triple H versus Batista in a no-holds-barred match. And Kurt Angle versus Chad Gable with Elias winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. So there you have it, folks. Um, Do let us know via Twitter. At PW underscore index is our Twitter handle. Which of those three cards do you like the best? Which which would win out for you? And we'll put it out there. Anyway, that's that's all we've got time for this week. We will be back next week with our preview of the NXT TakeOver ahead uh, of uh, WrestleMania weekend. We're getting closer and closer, folks. Oh, blimey. So uh, our thanks to Alex Barilaro for joining us again. Enjoy yourself, Alex. Yeah, I certainly did. Thanks for having me on, lads. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, well, I'm sure we, we will do it again in the very near future. Um, and, and there might be other things to come from Alex, but we'll uh, we'll hear more from that in time. Um, but other than that, from myself and Guy from the PWI uh, episode 121 with our Fantasy Mania, it's bye-bye now.